This podcast was created for product-based brands in their first three years of business who want to ditch the social media grind and learn the secrets to master their marketing so they can go from fumbling around to growing their online store with confidence and a plan. If this sounds like you, stick around. I'm your host, Christy, and this is the Startup Sisterhood Podcast. Let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Startup Sisterhood podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be walking you through my signature marketing success system to help you grow your e-commerce brand and master your marketing without the social media grind. Now, before we get into the episode, I did want to make a quick mention that my framework has been designed for early stage e-commerce brands. So brands in their first three years of business or who are turning over less than 400,000 per year. I specialize in helping women with e-commerce brands in this stage of business. A, because my heart is all for startups and frankly, the first three years will either make or break you. And B, what you focus on here from a marketing perspective is vastly different to a brand heading towards the million dollar mark. So if this is you, you are definitely in the right place. Okay, let's get into my marketing success system framework. Within this framework, there are four main steps. Step one is profitable brand. Step two is strong foundations. Step three is ready to buy a traffic system. And step four is your 12 month marketing plan. Now I teach all of this in depth in my Ecom Fast Track group coaching program, but I'm just really going to be giving you an overview of the key takeaways for each step. So step one, profitable brand. So my perspective on this is even from day one, we need to be thinking about profit first and not chasing revenue revenue for growth's sake, because little problems only become big problems when you start to scale. So if you go in with the mindset of revenue and growth, and if we make money, great, but if we don't, well, it doesn't matter. That means that you're not really grasping and focusing your marketing from a profit first point of view. So I see too many brands where they might be in their second or third year and they might be turning over 200,000 or 300,000 per year, but they actually have nothing to show for it. And they might be growing, which is so exciting, but I would much prefer you to be having less turnover, but making more profit. And what you focus on grows. So if you're focusing on revenue, then that's what you're going to grow. But let's focus on profit. And that's really where I'm a bit different from other marketing coaches say, because I don't design your marketing plan or I don't teach your marketing a plan around revenue. We actually start from what your profit goal is is. But generally speaking, e-commerce brands have a lot of moving parts that can quickly chew up your profit if you're not 100% across your numbers. And this is why inside my group coaching program, we focus on step one first before we do anything else, because we need to work back from your profit goal and design your marketing plan to reach this goal. So as an example, maybe you want to only work part-time in your business and you'd like to earn, say, $60,000 worth of profit per year. Okay, great. 
Now, if you came to me and you told me that that's what your goals are, I would be really proud of you because what this means is that you are laser focused and you are creating a life first e-commerce business. Now, I'm all about making sure that your business supports the life that you want. And if you're not familiar with my concept of a life first business, go and listen to episode one where I break it all down. But this is what we're talking about when we decide on how much money does my business need to make to support what I want out of the business, not just chasing revenue for revenue's sake. So if you have worked out your profit, so then the next step is to reverse engineer that profit goal. So here's a few questions to ask yourself. How much revenue do you need to hit this profit goal? How much traffic do you then need to hit your revenue goal? What is your average order value and what is your conversion rate? Now, if you can answer those questions, you are halfway there to be able to design your marketing plan and your actions on a purposeful level. It means that what no matter what you're doing, you're not just growing for growth's sake. So if we can work on your profit goal as your main goal and then work back from that, this is what it really means to create a business that is supporting you. So that's just a few tips on what it means to create a profitable brand. There's lots more within that step, but for this podcast episode, I just really wanted to bring attention to don't chase revenue, chase profit. Okay, step two, building strong foundations. Now, step two is about strengthening what you already have and juicing out as many sales as you can from the traffic you are already getting. Now, I hear all the time, one of the biggest questions that I am asked is, I need more traffic. How can I get more traffic to my website? But if you are making as little as one to $2,000 per month in sales, let me just tell you that you have plenty of opportunities to double your sales by working with what you've already got and not having to drive more traffic. So step two is making sure that your website, your socials, and your email marketing are all working really, really hard for you and they're working together. But it's also about getting smart with your marketing and working with the traffic that you are already getting. So let's just quickly touch on a few marketing tactics that you could be implementing. So Number one tip is to work on your conversion rate. And when we're talking about optimizing your website, it's normally small tweaks across a period of time and testing those small tweaks that really will make the difference in your conversion rate. So if you're thinking, well, I don't even know what the benchmark is, the average benchmark for an online store is around 3%. So if you're below that, maybe this is one of your focus areas to really work on your website to bring it up. If you are at the benchmark, I can tell you there are so many more things that we can be doing to take you to four, five, or six percent. My online store has an average conversion rate of five to seven percent. So there's definitely many things that we can be doing to get more sales out of the traffic that you are already getting. Another strategy is working on increasing your average order value. So what this means is just the average 
amount somebody spends with you when they shop at your online store. And you can find this in your Shopify dashboard or most platforms will be able to have these analytics for you to have a look at. When it comes to increasing your average order value, there are so many things that we can be doing and it becomes a very important marketing metric to focus on, especially when you are going to run paid ads because we want those paid ads to be profitable. And as a general benchmark, and this is just general, so don't freak out, but we are aiming for an average order value of around $100. Now, if you're not at this stage, that's totally fine. There are many things that we can be doing to bump up your average order value and the amount people are spending with you. But why this is so important, especially when it comes to paid ads, it allows a little bit of wriggle room and it allows you to run ads from a profitable point of view. Because I see a lot of brands wanting to run ads. They start to run ads. They get really excited about orders coming in, but we need to be making sure that they are profitable. No point putting in more effort and time into packing orders from an ads perspective if these additional orders that are coming in through paid traffic are actually not profitable. And one way to ensure that you can run ads that are profitable is increasing your average order value. Now, there are many strategies that you can be using. The last one that I just wanted to touch on here, which is a very simple one, is just to increase your price. Pricing. This is your permission slip to increase your pricing. I was with a one-on-one client the other week and we were brainstorming ways to increase her average order value and we simply decided to increase her pricing by $5. And within a couple of hours, she was messaging me saying, nobody cares, I'm still getting orders in and I'm so glad that I increased my pricing. So this is your permission slip to possibly look at increasing your pricing. I hope you are enjoying this episode. We will jump straight back into it. But first, I have a quick favor to ask. Since I am just getting started with this podcast, every little bit of your support goes a long way. I would love if you could spare a minute of your time after you have listened to this episode to hit the subscribe button and share your feedback in the review section. If you could do this, I would be forever grateful. Okay, let's get back into the show. So like I mentioned, there are so many different things that we could be implementing to increase your sales without having to drive more traffic. But when it comes to step two, it's really about building strong foundations across your website, your email marketing, and your social media so that they are working hard together and together is the key, but also making sure that we are being smart with the traffic that we are already getting and not just jumping into growth because driving more traffic sounds like the perfect solution to growing your business where there is so much that we can be doing to maximize the traffic that you are already getting to increase sales. So I could talk all day about step two, but let's move on to step three, which is turn on the ready to buy traffic tap. So once you feel like you are doing everything to really maximize the traffic that you are already getting, you have a strong foundation, your emails, your website, and your social media are all working hard together. And you know that you are working from a profit mindset and not a revenue mindset. It's time to really dive into 
driving more traffic. So there are many ways to do this, but since this episode is really talking about not needing to show up on social media and grind away day in, day out to drive that traffic, I wanted to focus on these three main areas. So number one is actually having what I call a product launch cycle within your marketing plan. I'm going to be talking about that a little bit more. Number two is tapping into other people's audiences. And number three, of course, is paid ads. So let's firstly chat about introducing a product launch cycle to drive more traffic. So marketing, put simply, is the right product at the right time to the right people. So launching ticks all of these boxes. It helps give your audience a reason to buy now. And in most cases, humans need a bit of a nudge to purchase right then and there. Launching not only helps you build brand awareness, but it helps you build hype, it builds connection, and of course, it builds sales. So it really is a trifecta when it comes to marketing. Now, you might be thinking, I can't possibly be launching new products all of the time, and maybe that's not going to work fit for your business, and that's totally fine. So here is my recommendation. Have a launch promo once every three months. Now, just for example, say you have a fashion brand. This would be around the seasons of the year. This is what most fashion brands do. They launch a new collection based on the seasons, which means that they're launching something new every quarter of the year. But maybe that's not going to work for your brand. Maybe you want to be launching something around occasions. So Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, and so forth. Or maybe none of these work for you. It's just about creating a simple promotion once every three months around the products that you already have or around new products that you introduce. This keeps your marketing nice and fresh and it gives people a reason to purchase now. So this strategy alone brings so much clarity and direction around your marketing plan. So if you know that you have a big marketing event coming up every three months, then you just start marketing and planning your actions around this main promo that you're going to be focusing on within that quarter. And why I love this so much when it comes to designing your marketing plan is if you do have a launch cycle within your business, it means that you can go hard leading into that promotion. And then once that's finished, or maybe that occasion's finished or that season has ended, you can then take a break and chill for two weeks or so forth. So it means that you don't always have a marketing on approach. It means that you're going to go hard. You're going to maximize a period within the year. And then once that's done and dusted, you might want to have two weeks off. And then you start to go into the next launch phase within your business. So this brings so much clarity and direction around your marketing plan. You don't need to have a launch cycle within your marketing plan, but most of the time, this is really going to give you clarity and direction. Okay, so now on to tapping into other people's audiences. You've probably heard of this before, but let's talk brand collaborations, influencers, brand reps, and so forth. So tapping into other people's audiences, regardless of what strategy you want to be using, the reason why this actually works is because you bypass the know, like, and trust factor. So what that means is that it gives you instant credibility because the people trust that person that they are following. So it might take you three or four months, say, to actually warm that person up from somebody that has just heard about you. Maybe they're hanging out on their socials, but they really want to get to know the brand and trust the brand before they purchase, say. So this is what is 
is known as the no like and trust factor when it comes to marketing. So you can bypass all of this if you have a strategy of tapping into other people's audiences and leveraging the credibility and the trust that that audience has with that person. So it can really work. And I know that a lot of brands struggle to really find the correct partnerships, but don't give up because once you really can collaborate with other brands and other people, it can really help you grow your business without having to spend a lot of money on paid ads, which brings me to the last part of step three, which is investing in ads. Now, I've got a lot to say about ads because I actually do believe that every single e-commerce brand does need ads eventually, whenever it's going to make sense for your business. But it is important to plan to run ads eventually, which is why we always start with step one, which is ensuring you have a profitable brand because this will ensure you actually have the margins to be able to run profitable ads. Now, if you can get ads to work for you, it literally means that you can take your foot off of the manual pedal. It is doing all of the hard work for you. It's finding the traffic and getting you sales. Now, yes, ads work best when you have a strong organic marketing game. But if you didn't want to be showing up as much on social media, it still means that you have a whole ads system finding you the traffic and making you sales. But no good marketing strategy works in isolation. Ads will only amplify what is already working for you. It's not a band-aid solution to a traffic problem or a product problem or a market problem. So if you are already making sales, you're, you're already bringing in traffic, you have a strong organic game, then that means that it might be time for you to start ads and there is no right or wrong time. Sometimes I have brands who are fresh out of the launch gates and are doing really well with paid ads because they have the system working really, really well for them. Or I have brands in their three, or fourth year who want to start doing ads. And that just means that we have all this juicy data to be creating ads from, and we have amazing content. So it doesn't really matter what stage of business you are in. What really matters is keeping in mind that it's only going to amplify what is already working and the best results are going to come from a system that is working hard for you so that you're maximizing your paid traffic costs because it is getting more expensive for paid traffic. So we need to be making sure that we've got the profit margins to actually allow that. And we are working within a system and not just in an isolated marketing channel. So when it comes to driving more traffic, they are just three examples that I wanted to focus on within this episode. Okay, let's move on to step four, which is creating your 12-month marketing plan. Now, I know that for a lot of brands, creating a 12-month marketing plan can feel very overwhelming, but when it comes down to it, all that we're really doing is getting you organized, giving you focus, giving you clarity, giving you structure around how you're going to show up 
when it comes to your marketing, because this will help you stop the social media grind and ensuring that you're not just doing action that's not purposeful, really going back to what are your goals? What are your profit goals? What is the revenue that you need to be bringing in? What does your traffic look like from a numbers point of view on a monthly, weekly and daily basis to actually get you to your revenue goal and so forth. So this marketing plan gives you that purposeful action and it stops the scattergun approach to your marketing because that's tiring. That's exhausting. When you have a plan, it's just so easy to be able to implement things and get the results because you have that structure. So this is the last step within my marketing success system and creating a 12-month marketing plan is just simply about pulling all the individual pieces together so that you do have that confidence and you are focused and most importantly, you're going to create a plan you're actually going to stick to and that doesn't have you solely relying on social media. Okay, so to sum up the four key areas that we have covered today, number one is profitable brand. Don't chase revenue, chase profit and design your marketing plan according to your profit goal and work back from this. Step two is building strong foundations and making sure that your website, your social and your email marketing are all working hard together and find ways to increase your sales by not needing to drive more traffic. Step three is to turn on that ready to buy traffic tab once you are confident that you're doing everything you possibly can to juice out the sales that you're already getting through your traffic and through the customers that have already purchased from you previously. And step four is bringing all the individual pieces together to create a simple 12-month marketing plan that will help you get your confidence and stay laser focused so that you don't have a reactive approach to your marketing. You are in control of your marketing and your growth. So if you have found this episode helpful, I invite you to watch my free 30-minute training. This breaks down my whole marketing success system framework in so much more detail, and I also share lots of examples. So if you are a visual learner, you will enjoy the training. If you are interested, simply head to thestartupsisterhood.com.au forward slash free training. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. Since I am just getting started with this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could show your support by hitting the subscribe button. This will ensure that you will be the first to know when each episode drops. And I would love to hear your feedback in the review section. You can also help by spreading the word far and wide on Instagram. Simply take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your stories using the tag at the Startup Sisterhood with your key takeaways. I would love to share them on my account. Let's master your marketing, ditch the social media grind, grow your online store with confidence and a plan, and let's build a life first business together. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.